No, because like you say, people are in education for a reason. They want to feel that connection to student success. And I think as leaders, it's our job to give them the opportunity to voice that. And then the tools, the scorecard, the opportunity to work on an equal playing field with those school leaders, I just think creates a great sense of confidence and efficacy around that work that's so important. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Jana Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results, and they're all aligned to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Over the past years, we've held both in-person and virtual destination high-performance conferences. This summer, we launched an extension and will launch, starting in June, an extension of our services, the Virtual Destination High Performance Academy, or what we call DHP Academy. This summer, we'll begin working with two of the superintendents featured in the School Administrator magazine. We chronicled on the podcast last month. The two superintendents will partner with us to execute and work toward hardwiring a classroom improvement model that will consist of the connection of the classroom as well as operational leaders through that system's leadership. This model has been highlighted in our partner district, Pewaukee School District, under the current superintendent, Mike Caddy. Dr. Joanne Sternke is the former superintendent of Pewaukee School District and a current senior director for Huron Student Education. As I mentioned, prior to joining our team, Joanne was an award-winning superintendent in the Pewaukee School District, where under her leadership, student achievement increased dramatically. Her team was honored with the Malcolm Baldridge National Quality Award in 2013. Dr. Sternke will join me today. Other content developers and DHP faculty and coaches will join me over the next several weeks. Dr. K.K. Owen, Dr. Holly Ellis, and Dr. Kathy Oropalo. Joanne has previously joined us a number of times on the show in several episodes, most recently on episode 114, Words Have Power, and episode 96, Who Hears What When. So Dr. Sternke also wrote a communications toolkit that's posted on our website and coaches organizations and institutions throughout the country. So it's my pleasure today to welcome Dr. Joanne Sternke. Welcome, Joanne. Oh, thanks, Janet. It's really good to be with you today. I love these podcasts. They're short and I always find value in them. And that's my goal today is to provide value to your listeners when I answer your questions. That's great. So great to have you with us. So let's start with, you know, thinking about why operational improvement is critical for staff and why we find this topic to be one that is fundamental for organizational excellence. Well, thanks. I think such a good question because I, I think everyone wants to attain excellence. I just think some people are more systematic and focused in how they get there. And to me, it's that journey toward excellence that really makes all the difference. How intentional are we? How systematic are we? But when I think of your question about why it's critical, I think the two things that come to my mind is that you will never attain excellence if you don't have focus, purpose, and alignment. And that to me is what differentiates great organizations from good organizations is does everyone really understand a common purpose around why they do what they do in pursuit of excellence? Is there focused work being done to attain it? And 
is there alignment? And that to me is the hardest one. And it's what I really like in DHP Academy is that we're focusing on alignment of both academic leaders in educational settings, as well as department operations leaders. And when you get both of those two entities rowing in the same direction, you don't have pockets of excellence or silos, you have a better chance of attaining excellence. So to me, it's about getting your academic side of the house with your operational side of house, both understanding their purpose, both with a focus on the key work to be done, and then both feeling aligned that we are trying to get somewhere together and knowing systems to get there. That's great, Joanne. And I know sometimes we just focus on the academics and the operational leaders are just a significant part of the work that we do. And I know that you did that really well um, as the superintendent and you continue to help organizations and K-12 districts and higher ed institutions do that as well. So can you share with our listeners some examples from, let's say, your time as superintendent when you were implementing this work and what tools or processes made a difference in your experience? Thank you, Janet. Well, I think that something I always liked to say is that we needed a common language of improvement. I wanted both my operations leaders as well as my principals, my my education leaders at the school level to feel comfortable at the table. And, And quite honestly, there were times that my operations leaders felt that we were talking in too much jargon when we talked about academics, you know, or And again, I want to be sensitive in how I say this. I felt sometimes my operational leaders said, I don't have a doctorate. I don't have a master's degree. I'm good at facilities. I'm good at managing the budget. I'm good at IT. I'm good at human resources, but I don't know what you're talking about in that other side of the house. And so for us, when we all had a scorecard with pillars from our strategic plan that we implemented, it made a huge difference in our organization because everyone had the same language and the same tool for improvement. So there wasn't any silos. There wasn't that sense of hierarchy that, oh, somehow we were only about the academic and school success. I I believe that If we do our part well in the operations side of the house, we can funnel more money into the classroom. And if we get our minds around that sense of both sides of the house, the academic side of the house and the operations side of the house have to be feeling they are doing purposeful, meaningful work. And we have to really, as leaders, help our operations leaders. And like I say, to me, that's areas like HR, instructional technology, finance, facilities, operations, communications. Those leaders have to feel that sense of purpose. And the scorecard to me, when we all have the common pillars, makes us speak a common language of improvement that gets us rowing in the same direction. Uh, To me, bringing our academic and operations leaders, creating an equal playing field where everyone has a scorecard with the similar pillars creates great alignment and creates that sense of of working well. Yeah. Yeah, it's just an important thing to do because you don't want your operations people to feel like second-class citizens or out of the conversation. Yeah, I think that's right. And, you know, Joanne, when we think about it too, you know, operations leaders, I mean, they could work anywhere. They don't have to work in a school system, you know, right? But for some reason, they chose to work in a school system. And in many instances, I'm I'm sure you found the same. When I connect with operations leaders, they, they did that intentionally. They like 
to be in schools. They wanted to give you know, kids and to families, and they're there, although they're doing particular jobs that aren't directly in the classroom, they still have that great passion for wanting to see kids, you know, excel and succeed. You know, in in one of the first performance points in DHP Academy, we talk about the word purpose. And in my area, I just believe it is so important for our department leaders to be able to say what is the work they do in the name of attaining the mission, which does have everything to do with student success in education. However, as I say, giving them voice to the valuable work that they do that helps create a safer environment for students to learn, more resources available, better quality teachers and instructors and staff members. Everyone plays a role in that sense, but we have to give everyone's voice to that purpose. And I love that that's the first performance point of DHP Academy, because I do think that that sense of purpose We can't just say, hey, you manage the money, just do that and we'll be fine. No, because like you say, people are in education for a reason. They want to feel that connection to student success. And I think as leaders, it's our job to give them the opportunity to voice that. And then the tools, the scorecard, the opportunity to work on an equal playing field with those school leaders, I just think creates a great sense of confidence and efficacy around that work that's so important. So, um, you know, so Joanne, we talked about, you know, setting the stage with some tools and with the purpose and, but, you know, you've probably seen, I'm sure leaders and teams struggle with some of the implementation of, as they're working on operational improvement, you know, how do you coach them to be successful as they're working through those struggles? Yeah, and you do, because those struggles are so real and tangible for operations leaders, because it, it is, the stakes are high, you know, in terms of, energy efficiency and just the use of resources. So when I've seen operations department leaders struggle, often it's that they haven't made the work or the measures small enough. You know, and I I think the first task at hand is to really think about what is the key work, you know, and, and I think that when we get very clear around what's essential measures that matter and what is the essential key work to be done, it's that focus that we give our department leaders that makes all the difference. So as an example, when I think of facilities, I think of measuring and key work in three key areas, safety, efficiency, and cleanliness. You know, that's what I look for facilities to do. And so the key work is around those areas and the measures are around those areas of safety, efficiency, and just that sense of of cleanliness. You know, similarly, you know, hiring. You know, HR is about hire, engage, develop, retain. And that's what the key work is. And that's what you measure. So the first thing I say is be really tight around the work that that department does and measure it with few critical measures that matter. And the work is there. I also think that when departments are on their way to excellence, They use those measures with a plan, do, study, act cycle as part of their meetings so that it becomes that rhythm and cadence of improvement, that it's not a document, it's a process. And in our meetings, we take time to hit the pause button and see how we're doing and adjust. But if we're so busy doing, 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 which often is prone in operations areas, right? That's right. You know, it's so prone to just do the work. We've got a crisis. We manage it. We do, do, do. But that meeting structure with those, that scorecard and PDSA, plan, do, study, act, 
where you hit the pause button and you look at how are your measures doing in the last month. I just think that that focus for operations leaders is magical in terms of attaining improvement. So the two things I'd say are really choose your measures wisely and then use them in your meeting structures with PDSA with your departments and be transparent about where we're at and where we're going. That's great. Thank you, Joanne, for those really two good pieces of advice. As we have gone through ourselves, you know, the last year with COVID and been in the virtual world, you know, we've learned from the partner organizations that we work with, and we've captured a captured and advanced our own intellectual capital and knowledge, you know, that that comes from expertise, but also just from being in the field. And so, one of the things, you know, that I had mentioned or as I introduced this session today is that that we're moving forward with an online lessons and really trying to provide more consistent services all the way through, right? We're, we're coaching and connection, but we're providing that some online expert-based virtual services that we learn, you know, to advance ourselves. And that's the Destination High Performance Academy, the online academy. So I know you've been part of the development of the operational piece as the, the first sections of that DHP and lessons of the DHP Academy. So as we close today, can you share with our listeners, based on your experience, why you feel DHP Academy will be able to support the, their desire to implement operational improvement? How can that help them? Oh, thanks. Yes, I think that DHP Academy is, first of all, I love that it's focused. There's a strand that's focused on operational and department leaders, in addition to our classroom and and school leaders. Just like I say, I think they have an equal place at the table. And I think when uh, heads of organizations invest in both the operational and academic side of the house and their leaders, good things happen. And to me, when I look at DHP Academy, what I love about it the most is it's user-friendly and it makes the complex simple. This is meant to bring all leaders to the table in very quick snippets of learning around these principles we've talked about today. And there's a specific section for those operational leaders to learn how to run a department meeting using PDSA, to learn how to select those measures that matter. Similarly, there's that for our academic leaders. But to me, when I look at the work that I've worked on with our terrific team on DHP Academy. The thing that comes to my mind is make the complex simple. We shouldn't make it overly difficult. This should be an opportunity for people to learn together, celebrate together, face those challenges together, but also give them simple tools that will allow that work to be easier and and putting forth. So what I think DHP Academy does is it brings leaders together around operational excellence. And that to me is just a a beautiful thing uh, that is focused for everyone who is part of an organization and takes it to the next level. Yeah, thank you, Joanne. And you know, from over the years, I've been highly committed to doing more with operational excellence. You know, we do that, we do a, a good work with the partner organizations, but you know, just haven't had uh, had the capacity to extend it beyond that in terms of really focusing on operational excellence. And when we get that opportunity, you know, to do that, we see great gains and improvements within the operational area. And they're significant, so significant to the work, which is what you've reinforced today. So appreciative of your time and, and your contributions to the Destination High Performance Academy and to the work that you do with our partner organizations. Thank you for being with us today, Joanne. It's a pleasure, Janet. I admire your work and love working with and for you.
Sounds good, Joanne. So as we close today, just to let you all know, we're featuring our partner executives on our Tuesday roundtables this summer, just as we do in our conferences uh, and as we build connections with our partner organizations. This summer, we're going to tell their stories and have them on on the roundtables with us. So come to learn from your colleagues, come learn a tactic or two from them and learn about their experiences and share your own. That's what the roundtables are for. To learn more about our upcoming virtual events, like our leader roundtable, and what's right in education that'll be coming in uh, October virtual this year. To see all of those, visit studereducation.com slash events. As always, I thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. Please rate us on Apple Podcasts if you'd like or find us on Instagram or most any social media. If you're looking for more resources related to today's episode, head over to studereducation.com slash podcast. Look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week.